जय राधा माधव कुंजा बिहारी 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 गोपी जैन वल्लभ गिरिवरदारी जय गोपी जैन वल्लभ गिरिवरदारी जय गोपी जैन वल्लभ गिरिवरदारी गोपी जैन वल्लभ यशोदनंदना व्रजजन रंजना यशोदनंदना व्रजजन यशोदनंदना व्रजजन रंजना यशोदनंदना व्रजजन यमुना तीरावन चारी यमुना तीरावन चारी यमुना तीरावन चारी यमुना तीरावन चारी जय राधमाधव कुंज विहारी जय राधमाधव कुंज विहारी जय राधमाधव कुंज विहारी जय राधमाधव कुंज विहारी जम विष्णुपाद परम सपरियाजकाचार्य अश्वत श्री जीवन गैसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शील प्रभुपाद की जम विष्णुपाद परम सपरियाजकाचार्य अश्वत श्री जीवन गैस भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर शील प्रभुपाद की ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम की मिता गौर प्रेमानंदे आल ग्लोरिस्ट असंबल्यू आल ग्लोरिस्ट असंबल्यू आल ग्लोरिस्ट असंबल्यू आल ग्लोरिस्ट श्री गुरु गौरंग आल ग्लोरिस्ट शील प्रभुपाद की ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद् भागवतम कैंडो सेवन चैप्टर फाइव एंटरटेल प्रहलाद द सेंटली सन ऑफ हिरण्य कशिपु टेक्स्ट नंबर फिफ्टी टू धर्मार्थम च कामम च धर्मार्थम च कामम च नितराम चानुपूर्वशः 
नितराम चानुपूर्वशः प्रह्राधायो चतुराजन प्रह्राधायो चतुराजन प्रश्रिता प्रश्रिथावनतायचप्रश्रिथावनतायचपूर्वशराधाधाजन प्रश्रिथावनतायचपूर्वशराधाजन्रश्रिथावनतायचपूर्वशराधाजन्रश्रिथावनतायचपूर्वशराधाजन्रश्रिथावनतायचपूर्वशराधाजन्रश्रिथ
धर्मर्धम च कामम प्रश्रिता वनताय धर्म मंडेन ऑक्युपेशनल ड्यूटी अर्थम एकनॉमिक डेवलपमेंट छमम सेंस ग्रैटिफिकेशन छतराम ऑलवेज छुपूर्वश अकॉर्डिंग टू ऑर्डर आर फ्रॉम द बिगिनिंग टू द एंड प्रहराधाय आंटू प्रहलाद महाराज ऊचतु देस्पोक राजन ओ किंग प्रश्रिता हू वॉज हम्बुल अव अवनाताय एंड सबमिस्यू छो ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पोर्ट बै हिस्टूल प्रभुपाद शिला प्रभुपाद की जाय देफो शंडा एंड अमरका सिस्टमैटिकली and unceasingly taught prahlad maharaja who was very submissive and humble about mundane religion economic development and sense gratification purport there are four processes for human society dharma artha kama and moksha and they culminate in liberation human society must follow a process of religion to advance and on the basis of religion one should try to develop his economic condition so that he can fulfill his needs for sense gratification according to the religious rules and regulations then liberation from material bondage will be easier to attain that is the vedic process when one is above the stage of dharma artha kama and moksha one becomes a devotee he is then on the platform from which he is guaranteed not to fall again to material existence yad gatva na nivartante as advised in bhagavad gita if one transcends these four processes and is actually liberated one engages in devotional service then he is guaranteed not to fall to material existence again ओम ज्ञातिरांदाजनाशलाकुन्मीलिताे नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोष्ट स्थापित येन भूतले स्वयं रूपकथा मह्यंतादीश्वापदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरोपकमल श्रीगुर वैष्णवांश श्रीरूप सग्रजात पिजन सहित कृष्णचे सॉरी श्रीरूपम साग्रजात सहगना रघुनाथन्वितम सजीव साध्वैत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव 
श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगना ललिता श्री विशाखान्वितांश हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी ऋषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वंशाकल्पतरूभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतीता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा एंड अमरका अगेन स्टार्टेड देयर टीचिंग्स एज ए प्रोफेसर्स of atheism in the university so hiranyakashipu again instructed shanda and amarka so now take this boy pralad and again teach him what is real education and now we see here they started teaching systematically and unceasingly so what they are teaching dharma artha kama and moksha so if you see although they are teaching in a demoniac school and chanda amarka they are not teaching anything higher but when we compared with the current education system is far superior is far superior so what to speak of dharma ardha kama moksha of course they are not teaching any devotional service in the university but they are not even teaching the basic dharma and the basic way of earning the livelihood artha and the basic way of you know fulfilling the needs of the senses and and we can't even talk about moksha because nobody knows about moksha and nobody knows what's next after this life so they are actually compared to the current curriculum what we learn in the education system is far far superior compared to the current education system but and we see nowadays uh, even back in india uh, the place where um, people supposed to be follow the vedic way of life but nobody cares about dharma ardha kama and moksha nobody cares at most people care about even when they follow some sort of religion they they mostly follow for the purpose of artha what is in me how can i fulfill my desires how to end livelihood how to remove the obstacles in my work and nothing more than that to fulfill the sense gratification nobody talks about what is dharma nobody talks about what is moksha and that those words not exist in their dictionary and people also work so hard they 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 work so hard to fulfill the needs of artha and how it doesn't matter somehow beg borrow steal earn money to fulfill the needs just the university education mostly trains us to earn a job so if you pass some degree but you are not getting a proper job suitable to your education your education is useless 
So that's the standard we degraded to. And sense gratification? So we, we actually specially need not to worry. Say, for example, you may want to um, you know, control senses, but people are paid to distract you to develop different applications, different advertisements, different ways with high, high you know, salaries. They employ it to distract the person's senses. And the more they can distract the senses of an individual, they are considered more successful businesses. That's what we see in the current society. The more they can distract the individual person's consciousness, and they are successful. And nobody cares, even when you go to university or anywhere, nobody cares whether it may be individual's well-being or it may be the collective well-being for the extended well-being of the whole society. Nobody cares about the well-being of other persons. Everybody is pretty much concentrated on the individual sense gratification, extended sense gratification. It may be the family, it may be the society, country level and the global level. So that's the main motto. So that's what we see, um, countries fighting with other countries, persons fighting with the other person, so just to fulfill the needs of artha and karma. Just to, uh, you know, to fulfill somebody's sense gratification, they fight between the nations for a land, there is nobody goes there and nothing produces and it's a barren land it's useless, but just to fulfill somebody's desire, they fight. And same with the artha. You know, so and so country supplies some raw material, and to take that whole procession, fighting, or an extended sense gratification will go into the religion also. They fight for the religious cause, but although it is not any useful, and there is no higher purpose also, just to fulfill the sense gratification of an individual, they motivate others to fight and become terrorists or what not. So that's the extended sense gratification. So Dharma, Ardha, Kama, Moksha, as a Vedic way of life, nobody thinks about. And nowhere, even we go to normal temples in India, nobody talks about that. And you go to any temple, they say, oh, I'm going through this, this problem. He says, okay, pay me this much. I will do the Navagraha Puja, Datgraha Puja, or what not, they say. And nobody tells, you know, life, these things will come, but your ultimate goal is not to fulfill just the everyday needs, your ultimate goal is to attain the lotus feet of the Lord. Nobody t talks about that. At most they talk, you do this puja, all your problems will be solved. You come on Saturday, you come on Friday, we'll do this and follow 21 days, 41 days, everybody is happy. After that, do whatever you like. So that's all they can do. The so-called temples also nobody teaches. So that's why it's mercy of Srila Prabhupada that we, we were saved from, from this.
and he is giving higher knowledge here shila prabhupada said the when one is above the stage of dharma artha kama and moksha one becomes a devotee because bhakti is is a is an activity of a liberated person because liberation say for example somebody is going through so and so disease so he is not in his healthy healthy state of life so when that disease was away gone away with the process of taking medication his disease gone then his healthy life is restored so from this healthy life his activities will start as an healthy person so similarly the living entity in its true nature original nature as a spirit soul is the servant of the lord so that's the healthy state when we come here and mixed with the material modes and influence of maya which is pulling and covering so living entity identifies with the different bodies with different occupations so then he tend to behave in those activities but when he engage in the devotional service so that's why in the shrimad bhagavatam it says mukti hitva anyata roopan swarupena avasthita so the real liberation is to become a devotee so that's the highest liberation to become a devotee so but as a sadhaka we also practicing but are we liberated but that's why we are sadhaka so the, the beauty of the devotional service is the navavida bhakti is that itself is the medicine that itself is the cure and that itself is the goal to attain krishna so the ways and means in bhakti is all the way same so chanting the holy name is the way to get liberated once you liberated you will continue the chanting you'll get the more taste and attain krishna so that's the ways and means in bhakti is same so and the moksha which generally referred in a normal context is because we there are different varieties of moksha saidya salokya sarishti samipya salokya so sorry saidya means merging in the existence of the lord so there are two ways people generally um, want to merge in the existence of the lord so one is merging in the existence of the brahman effulgence so which are the bodily rays of the rays emanating from the lord and the other one is directly merging in the body of the lord so compared to the acharyas uh, especially in chaitanya charitamrita it is explained that the merging in the brahman effulgence is much better than compared to the merging in the body of the lord so that is is that is least one can aspire for say for example shila prabhupada gives um, in one lecture the example that mother can produce a baby so we all from a tiny speck we come out from the mother's body and similarly we came from the body of the lord part and parcel of the 
Supreme Lord. Mother, why mother produces children? Parents produce children? Because they want to get served by their children and take love and care from them. So to reciprocate, loving exchange. So similarly, we were created for the same purpose, to be engaged in the loving service of the Lord. Say for example, children grown, they said, Mom, Dad, I don't want to serve you. No, you take me back. I came from your womb, you take me back. I don't want to serve you. Of course, mother cannot take back, because limited. But Krishna can take back. But how a normal mother feels, parents feel, that children, they don't want to serve them. But Krishna also feels the same feeling. So that's why Sayujya Mukti is not at all desired by a devotee. And devotees sometimes aspire for other forms of mukti, like Salokya, living in the same planet where the Lord is living, and Sarishti, same opulence which Lord have, He's sharing, and Sarupya, with the same bodily features of the Lord, and Sarishti, Sarishti, Salokya, Samipya, Sayujya. Devotees sometimes aspect aspire these, but Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu tells us in the Sikshashtakam, where in the fourth verse, Nadhanam, Najhanam, Nasundarim. So he is rejecting the Dharma or the Kama Mokshas, the Nadhanam, I don't want any wealth. Najanam, I don't want any followers. Nasundarim, I don't want any beautiful woman. And Kavitamva, I don't want any results of my prior activities. And what he want, what we want to aspire for, Mama Janmani Janmaneshwara Bhavatad Bhakti Rahaitu Kithvai. So I want pure devotion. Bhavatad Bhakti Rahaitu Ki. So never interrupted and, and never ceased. So Haituki Bhakti we want. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is teaching the highest form of devotional service. He is rejecting all Nadanam, Najanam, Nasundarim, Kavitamva, Jagatishakamaya, Mama Janmani, Janmaneshwara, Bhavatad, Bhaktira, Haituki, Thvai. So at the beginning stage, we may not be aspiring the highest goal. Or we may be doing devotional service, thinking, I don't want anything else. So it's very hard because we are in the body, we have to maintain the body. So that's why Shastra recommends us, okay, you are in the body, you have to earn livelihood, you have to sustain and you have to maintain your family. That's okay, you do it, but the ultimate goal, don't forget it. And do it in a dharmic way. So what is that dharmic way? Ishopanishad tells us. Ishopanishad in the first verse itself says, Isha Vashyam idam sarvam etkincha jagatya jagatam. And tena taktena bunjita. So you should know what is your quota. So not endeavoring, which is not yours. Not endeavoring means, oh, does that mean I should not do anything and sit at home and just relax whatever comes? If we have completely surrendered to the, to the lotus feet of the Lord, is okay. But we are not at that stage. So we work, but we work in such a way not compromising our sadhana. 
not compromising the quality of sadhana. So that's very, very important. So we don't compromise the quality of sadhana we perform. The 16 rounds, what prescribed by Srila Prabhupada? So we make sure that we do it in a very nice way, not here and there. So one may be doing one job, two job, maybe 16 hour, 8 hour. So what, whatever it may be, but we have to make sure, am I getting enough time to chant my rounds nicely? Am I able to absorb in chanting? Am I able to get some time to read? A fixed time to read every day the Shastra? Am I able to spread the holy name to others? Because Sri Chaitanya Prabhu was asked by his devotees, Gurhastha devotees. Because in, in our community also majority, 99% of the devotees are Gurhastha devotees. So, the devotees ask in three different instances, Mahaprabhu, we are Gurhastha, what is our duty? So, what we should do? And Mahaprabhu, in two instances, actually three instances, he replied the same thing. In one instance, he replied further. For the, um, after Ratayatra festival, when the devotees were going, they asked, then Mahaprabhu replied that Namakirtan Vaishnava Seva Eyachar. So this, these two things are the main thing. So Namakirtan and Vaishnava Seva. So these two have in my day-to-day -day life, in spite of my busy schedule, am I able to do the Namakirtan? So my individual japa and participating in the Kirtan. And learning the glories of the Lord from Srimad Bhagavatam or different scriptures. Am I able to do that? And Vaishnava Seva. Am I able to perform some devotional, personal service to the devotees? Vaishnava Seva. Am I able to do? And Mahaprabhu said these two are the prime duties. And in one instance, when he was in South India, he told um, Namakirtan Vaishnava Seva and he said, Because the devotee, the South Indian Brahmana, he wanted to go with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, leaving everything. And he said, no, no, you don't need to come. Wherever you are, you can perform the devotional service. But if you don't want the influence of material nature not to touch you, you preach. So you learn from me, you preach it. And simultaneously, you do your Namakirtan and Vaishnava Seva and do the Prachar. So these two places instructed. And here, then Srila Prabhupada mentioned, the, this is the Dharmic way of fulfilling the needs, Dharma, the Kama. And then liberation from material bondage will be easier to attain. And in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adilila, uh, Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, he very nicely explains in when he was explaining the um, five lords and their purpose, their glories. In the sixth chapter of Adilila, 
he tells why devotional service is far superior than any form of liberation and generally other people they don't know anything about liberation if at all they know something about liberation they know only merging in the existence of the lord but that is the least a devotee aspire for and in chaitanya charitamrita it is said krishna dasa abhimane e ananda sindhu koti brahma shuka nahe tara ekabindu so the feeling the translation is the conception of servitude to shri krishna generates such an ocean of joy in the soul that even the joy of oneness with the absolute if multiplied 10 million times 10 million times could not compare to a drop of what serving the lord serving the lord devotional service to the lord krishna dasa abhimane ye ananda sindhu sindhu means a ocean see so if you capture your ananda every day and keep it if it becomes a big ocean so the serving the lord is an ocean and that is not even compared to a drop bindu a drop even though multiply the the amount of happiness a mayavadi gets when he merges in the effulgence of the lord and that multiplied millions of times 10 millions of times that is not even equal to a drop a devotee derives from serving the supreme lord at the moment we may not feel it because in an ocean you see we are at the surface level so we get attracted at the surface level okay i'll i'll ask you a question you need not to answer so just think about there what attracts us to do our devotion what attracts us to perform our daily sadhana just think about whatever comes first in your thought just leave it there cuz the motivation to perform our daily sadhana devotional service in two categories so the primary category is my own fulfillment satisfaction to attain the ultimate and finally i want to go back to godhead so that's the primary satisfaction means from our end and the second the highest one is about krishna so attracted to the qualities of krishna attracted to the beauty of krishna is such a nice person is great so i want to do devotional service for him 
So, if our attraction to perform devotional service in the primary category, so we have to make a conscious endeavor to shift that primary category to the secondary and the highest category. From our own enjoyment, we have to practice devotional service for the enjoyment and pleasure of Krishna. So then we see a big shift in our consciousness. But initial days, yes, prasadam attracts us, kirtan attracts us, dancing attracts us. Because in kirtan, the main attraction is the instruments and devotees dancing. Yes, that is very important. But as we progressing, without any instruments also you can sing. Because we attract to the holy name of the Lord. And when we, whenever we see, take the darshan of the Lord, she is nicely dressed with so many ornaments. But in Vrindavan we see devotees attracted to the natural beauty of the Lord, to his bodily limbs, his flute, his qualities, his eyebrows, his eye movements, his fragrance, his toenails, his hands, everything. Because every part of the Lord is so attracted. So we have to shift that primary attraction, what is in there for me, to what I can do for Krishna. So that's why all these devotees, they, they say, the serving the Lord is the highest. Somehow or and engage in the service. And there he says, you know, Lord Nityananda and Advaita Charya, they, they are the Supreme Lord themselves, but they raise their hands and says, Me and Nityananda, Advaita Charya and Nityananda, they say, we are the servants of the Lord. So that's the highest pleasure one will get. And when it comes to the comparison with the Dharma or the Kama Moksha, so there are so many references Srila Prabhupada has given um, in verse number 40, yeah, 42 or 41, 41 of Adilila chapter 6. There he quotes from different scriptures. Um, he says from Narada Pancharatra, Srila Prabhupada writes in the purport, Dharmartha Kama Moksha Mokshesu Necha Mama Khadachana Tvatpada Pankajasyado Jivitam Diyatam Mama. The translation is I do not want any one of the four desirable situations. So that is Dharma Ardha Kama Moksha. And he want, I simply want to engage as a servant of the lotus feet of the Lord. So this is from the Narada Pancharatra. So devotee is desiring, I don't want anything. I just want to engage in the service of the Lord's lotus feet. And in the King Kulashekara's prayers also, in the Mukundamala Stotra, it is written that, I'll read the translation. My Lord, I do not worship you to be liberated from this material entanglement, nor do I 
wish to save myself from the hellish condition of material existence. Nor do I ever pray for a beautiful wife to enjoy in a nice garden. I wish only that my that I may always be in full ecstasy with the pleasure of serving your Lordship. It's the aspiration of a devotee. King Kulashekara is saying, I don't want all those things. So what he want? I wish only that I may always be in full ecstasy with the pleasure of serving your Lordship. So at the moment, we may not get. So in the Bhakti Rasamrata Sindhu, um, Srila Rupa Goswami gives an analogy that a jaundice patient, because of his diseased condition, he may not taste the sweetness of the sugar cane. But the remedy is to eat that same sugar cane. As he continues eating that sugar cane, his bitterness will go and the, his disease will be cured and his original taste will be restored and he can enjoy. So similarly, the holy name, it may be 16 rounds may feel like yuga itam nimishena chakshusha pravisha itam. So you may feel, oh my God, it's taking so long. <laughs> but the devotees we see, <coughs> Sanatan Goswami writes, you know, why I have only one mouth? Why not thousands of mouths to chant the holy name? At the moment we may not feel, but the, what's the process? Chanting. So chanting produces more chanting. And the service, the more we serve, the more we get purified and the more we can release the service. So we have to do it in that way. That's, that's the remedy. And in another place also, in the Narayana Sotra, in the Parpashila Prabhupada mentioned that, a devotee prays, My dear Lord, I do not wish to become a man of religion nor a master of economic development or sense gratification, nor do I wish for liberation. Although I can have all this from you, because Lord is able to all kinds of benediction. Although you have you can although I can have all this from you, the supreme benefact benedictor, I do not pray for all this. I simply pray for that I may always be engaged as a servant of your lotus feet. So that's the aspiration. And during the um, Kartika month, so we also pray in the Damodarashtakam. Anybody remembers that? Varam Deva Mokshamcha Mokshavadimva. So, although Lord, you are able to give all kinds of benedictions. Is the devotee is asking, give me all kinds of benediction? No, he's saying, Nachanyam Vruneham Varesha Dapiha. And what he wants, what devotee wants in the third line, he says, Idam Teva Purna. Idam Teva Purna Purnata Gopala Balam. So, you want to see the beautiful form of the Lord continuously. Sadame manasya vitam kimanyai. So I just want to see your beautiful lotus feet. I do not want anything else. And next he says, No, you have released. You have released 
you gave liberation to the Kuvera Atmajo. So Kuvera and Manigriva, you have released them. Kuvera Atmajo Baddha Murtaiva Yadvat Tvaya Mochitao Bhakti Bhajao Krutaucha. You made them your devotees. So you released them from the existence of the, you know, they were standing as a trees for so many long years by the curse of Narada Muni. But devotee curse also benediction because he got darshan of the Lord. Dust of the, dust from the lotus feet of the Lord when the Lord was crawling. And he says, Tata Prema Bhakti, I want Tata like that, you give me that devotion. Tata Prema Bhakti, Swakame Prayacha. And devotee is saying, Namokshe, Namokshe Graho Mesti Damodreha. I do not want any liberation. So that's the aspiration of the devotee. So it's life after life, I'm okay to serve you. I don't want any liberation. But Srila Prabhupada said, we have to finish and go back. So, but our aspiration should be, I want to engage in the devotional service of the Lord. And any person, it doesn't matter, any person, one who experiences, one who tastes the beauty of the Lord, one who hears the glorification of the Lord, one who hears the qualities of the Lord, Unless he is a butcher, unless his heart is stone, anybody can melt. So we have seen many examples in Srimad Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita also. So what is the famous example that a devotee already liberated, attracted to the qualities of the Lord? Who is that? Sukadeva Goswami. Sukadeva Goswami, he was liberated by birth. He was going, but to bring him back, his father sent his disciples with the two horses. The one is glorifying the beauty of the Lord. What is that verse? Barha pidam natavaravapuhu karnayo karnikaram. You know that verse? Tell. Very nice. See, in that verse, it's so nicely expressed. You can see the Lord in that verse. Barahapidam Natavaravapuhu. So we see the Lord standing in a three-bending form, wearing the peacock feather. Barahapidam Natavaravapuhu. And what he is wearing? Karnayo Karnikaram. In his ears, he is wearing Karnikara flowers. And Vibhradvasa Kanaka Kapisham. And his garments are Kanaka Kapisham. Kanaka means gold. Kapisham. So his garments are like a gold, goldish, yellowish. Like that, every day he goes to the Urundavan forest. And just by hearing that glorification, Sukadeva Goswami, although he is, more, he is liberated, he attracted to the Glories of the Lord. And he attracted to serve the Lord. And he spoke Srimad Bhagavatam continuously for seven days and seven nights to Parikshit Maharaj. And what other person from Chaitanya Charitamrita? Anybody guess? Who else attracted and who was 
transformed he was a he was a great teacher and he used to train sanyasis sarvabhauma bhattacharya he is fully engaged in monism he is a mayavadi and he is a great scholar he used to train sanyasis mayavadi sanyasis so he also want to train shri chaitanya mahaprabhu and he called and after that prolonged discussion chaitanya mahaprabhu melted his heart he transformed him from mayavadi to devotee and after becoming the devotee one day chaitanya mahaprabhu went to meet him and sarvabhum bhattacharya he made a request no i want to offer you one verse and he spoke from brahma's prayers from 10th canto 14th chapter so in that where devotee um, it is mentioned that no mukti pada dha so one devotee's rightful rightful claim after you know um, what is that verse it says a devotee who undergoes all the tribulations and patiently waits for the mercy of the lord he is a rightful heir to get the mercy of the lord so in that verse last last line he changes from mukti pada to bhakti pada and mahaprabhu points why did you change this he says you know when i hear the word mukti i feel very much agitated i don't want mukti so that's why i changed to bhakti then mahaprabhu explains to him so the mukti pada is the lord is the shelter of all the muktis it's not that one devotee is aspiring for mukti but the lord is the shelter of the giver of all the muktis so that's what this meant for you don't change the original text but still sarvabham bhattacharya says no no devotee doesn't want any liberation i don't want bhakti only but somehow he keeps the same verse so we can see the great mayavadi philosopher one who is training the sanyasis and he got attracted to the devotional service that's the mercy of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu so that's the teachings of we have everything we have everything only thing we need to know the value and we need to give a conscious effort to train ourselves individually and collectively so that's so that's 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 what useful okay i'll stop here if you have any questions comments corrections please feel free Hare Krishna One second mic is coming Thank you for the nice class Prabhu ji you mentioned how uh, 
that how um, when we say to Krishna, how you mentioned how we say to Krishna that we don't want to serve you, you just take us back home, back to God, to your abode. And you also give the example of a, of a kid who gets bigger and then says to his parents that I, we, I don't want to serve you. But we see um, the Lord, he, um, so I, was, I, want, I wanted to ask that when we say like this to Lord Krishna, how will he react? Because we see when Chota Krishna said to the Lord that I don't want to serve you, he punished him. And, but we see on the other side, Jaga and Madai, the Lord forgave them. So how will the Lord react when we say like that to him? If I understood your question correctly, how would Lord react when we say that I don't want to serve you and take me back? So I explained that in the context of Sayujya Mukti. So when a devotee want to merge in the body or the Brahma Jyoti. So in that context I gave this analogy that a parent, he doesn't want his children to say, or they don't like the children, I don't want to serve you, you take me back. It's, it's not very palatable that parents don't like anybody. And similarly, Lord will take back, but that does not give any pleasure to the Lord. And, and you also ask Chota Haridas, he did not serve the Lord. But Chota Haridas case is a different one. Chota Haridas talk, um, he is a singer of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Lord rejected him because he did a mistake. As a renunciant, um, he is supposed to not engage in joking and op uh, with opposite sex. So when Mahaprabhu sent him to, uh, not Mahaprabhu, when, when he went to Malati Devi, so there he did not behave properly as a renunciant. So later when Mahaprabhu was honoring Prashadam, so he asked, who brought rice? Then the devotee says, is uh, Chota Haridas. Then he instruct Govinda his servant, that don't allow Chota Haridas Thakur from tomorrow. Then all the devotees goes there uh, to Mahaprabhu and pleads what he did. And then Mahaprabhu says, no, he is Vairagi, but he is engaging in sense gratification. He is attracted to the op opposite sex, that's why I rejected him. Nityananda Prabhu goes, every, all the devotees goes and beg, beg for forgiveness for on behalf of Chota Haridas Thakur, but Mahaprabhu says strictly. Then Chota Haridas Thakur finally committed suicide and Mahaprabhu said it's good for him. That's in a different context because he did not, uh, it's not that he did not want to serve, but he was rejected by Mahaprabhu uh, for his uh, inappropriate behavior as a renunciant. And Jagai Madai case, Jagai Madai that's the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. Because Nityananda Prabhu want Jaga and Madai to become a devotee. When Nityananda Prabhu want, a devotee want, Lord is obliged to make that person devotee. 
So that's why Nityananda Prabhu is glorified, Marke Pemude. So although he was beaten by Jaga and Madai, that's the mercy of Sri Nityananda Prabhu. So that's why we are all here. <laughs> Otherwise we don't have any qualification to take up devotional service. It's the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu and the mercy of devotees who are carrying that mercy and mood of Nityananda Prabhu. So that's why we see so devotees who go for Harinam book distribution, Prashadam distribution, nobody want to take the book. And you ask them, you know, I have this book. They say, no man, I don't have time. I don't want anything. You know, I don't want this book. Even Prashadam they don't want. Harinam party when it is going, they close the ears. But still devotees go, taking all the trouble and doing all the gimmicks. Why? Because they are carrying the same mood and mercy of Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu to give them. So, Lord will give opportunity for everybody. But we have to grasp that opportunity and Lord is Atma Rama. <laughs> Whether we uh, serve or don't serve, Lord is Atmaram. He is always eternally in His Satchidananda. He is always Ananda. But in the later chapters of um, Srimad Bhagavatam, in the ninth chapter of seventh canto, uh, in the prayers of Prahlad Maharaj, we hear that, but a devotee when he serves the Lord, it's like, you know, you decorate your face. You go in front of the mirror. Is the reflection also decorated? Correct? We are reflection of the Lord. Correct? So when we serve the Lord, like a person whose face is decorated, reflection also looks beautiful in the mirror. Similarly, when we serve the Lord, as we are the reflection of the Lord, we also get that pleasure. It's not that Lord only getting the pleasure, in the material world, when you serve somebody, only the person who is getting that service, he is benefited. But on the spiritual platform, the devotee and the Lord both are getting the pleasure. In fact, devotee gets more pleasure than the Lord himself. That's why Lord himself has to come as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to experience that pleasure. So that's why devotional service is very, very pleasurable. Susukam karutum avyayam. But when we centered around our pleasure, we don't experience that. To open that key, we have to perform that service for the pleasure of their lordships, pleasure of Guru. Prabhupada, I had one more question. Prabhupada, you said the devotees shouldn't ask for liberation. But sometimes we see when we're sick, we're unable to perform bhakti and we're unable to perform devotional service. So then when we get liberation, it will become easier for us to serve the Lord and perform bhakti because we won't get sick. So then why shouldn't we ask for liberation? Very good. <laughs> so the liberation, in general context, what is that is, uh, the, those liberations that Sayuja, Saristi, Samipya, Salokya, those liberations. But when somebody is in difficulty, like getting a disease or some other issues, it's okay to ask the Lord, you know. But we are not attached to what we are asking. Lord, you know, I am going through so and so difficulty. If you desire so, 
you put me out of that difficulty and if it is helpful for my progress in devotional service it's okay so we are not attached or we are not um, demanding the lord what we want but we are but that is in the, on a higher level but in the initial level that's okay akama sarvakama va moksha kama udaradhi so either we have desires for anything moksha kama also liberation we should approach the lord but lord is shuddham apapavidham so when we approach the lord he will purify us in such a way and he will give a benediction in such a way that by getting that all other benedictions will feel so inferior who is the best example a devotee dhruva maharaj he went for getting higher planet a great kingdom bigger than his fathers and great grandfathers then what he asked after he got darshan of the lord lord offered him you know i'll give you but he said you know i ask for a broken pieces of the glass but i got a diamond i don't want <laughs> so lord will give the in the bhagavad gita sorry in chaitanya charitamrita chaitanya mahaprabhu says a devotee um, who rendering devotional service simultaneously he is aspiring for material uh, benedictions and lord will give treat him in such a way he will give his swapada he will give his own lotus feet by tasting that he forgets everything else like when you were kid you put your thumb but to make your habit go away what mother gives she gives a honey honey thumb so this normal thumb doesn't have any taste so material enjoyment doesn't have any taste so krishna gives his own he he gives realization from within the heart from within the heart so that's what paramatma's work he will give realization as you are rendering devotional service krishna will give reciprocation realizations so this one will go away and the taste real taste will come thank you prabhu hare krishna thank you very much any other question comment corrections otherwise we'll stop here thank you very much grandara shrimad bhagavatam ki shila prabhu pad ki antakoti vaishnava vrind ki jai